0: Welcome to We Took the Liberty, a podcast where we discuss our mediocre lives, ruminate on the weird and funny parts of our day to day, and explore some of our favorite places and activities in Lexington, Kentucky. I'm Logan Trent, and with me now and forevermore, Ben Anderson. Ben, it's Halloween. It is. I'm what feeling it- ethereal. <laughs> You you look ethereal. I can oh, see right through you. Thank you. Yeah, it's have pe- you lost weight? <laughs> uh, I have. Thank <laughs> yeah. you actually for noticing. Uh, I also have that like this is about that time of year mm-hmm. where I've worn long sleeves, you know, for a couple of weeks. There you go. You know, if it's been all it. cloudy, mm-hmm. uh, so that nice like kind of skin tone that I get during the summer, right? Um, As a Swedish person, it's (laughs) faded into my natural, like almost translucent. Translucent, right. Yeah. Now, is it true that in Minnesota, you're not allowed to wear sleeves until it's like negative degrees? That's true. Okay, yeah. 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 Basically, that's, that's state Basically. It is shorts and T shirt weather. Okay. Um, like right up until you start losing fingers and toes. Oh, perfect. Well, yeah. you know, you gotta learn. And, then, and I mean, how else are you gonna learn unless you like lose a few toes and fingers yeah. and so it's a hard knock life. Yeah, it is. Especially in Minnesota. That's I right. think that's I think that was Jesse the Body of Ventura's uh slogan when he was yep. running, so <laughs> it's a hard knock life, brother. <laughs> Look at me! I've got a rat tail. <laughs> oh, and it's a glorious rat tail. Mm. Um, yeah. So, so what? Uh, what are the plans for Halloween? What uh, are you going trick or treating? Are oh. you guys dressing up? Are only the kids dressing up? What's going on here? So, Amelia and Arvid are dressing up. Okay. Um, Amelia, we'll see what she ends up being. Mm-hmm. Um, she's expressed conflicting desires: one to be a classic uh, Elsa. Okay. Yeah, um, classic Elsa classic Elsa it's I mean that's that's in the history books though. yeah um is. and then the other classic which is maybe arguably more classic is she does want to be a black cat okay okay uh very Halloweeny yeah, you know sure. um she said I like cats and uh, my friend Astrid likes cats and uh, okay uh, we will be trick-or-treating with our neighborhood mob okay um what the way it kind of worked last year is we we just kind of meandered out of the cul-de-sac uh worked our way down the street and as we went you know you just kind of like pick people up like tumbleweeds yeah you know just tumbling over each other um and i would say last year by the time we finished trick-or-treating we had maybe a crowd of 40 or 50 just we just kind of like all the adults just kind of walked down the middle of the road, yeah. taking up the whole street. And the kids just kind of dart back and forth from yeah. house to house. And it works really well. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, you you get to that house, you know, nobody likes. And then you all charge inside and you just kind of take whatever you want. Are, are, are there a lot of parents that are, are driving next to their kids that are walking in your neighborhood? Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. And. Uh, I, what it sounded like was we were all walking down the middle. We were okay. driving cars okay. side by side <laughs> in single file lines, while the kids dart in between the. Car. It's really well, kind of a say, sport. I mean, we're we're joking a little bit on that, but I mean, that was my neighborhood growing <laughs> up. And I mean, we we had the luxury of we were in like a true like set apart subdivision. So mm-hmm. like all the roads were very much just like little very small streets and like our parents at a certain point when we were old enough were like just go collect candy and then come home yep. you know, be back by a certain time but the main thing that they had to talk about is they're like look there are people driving for whatever reason they do not want to get out and just walk around this neighborhood so just be aware and and of course like as kids we were still darting in and out between like cars oh and yeah. So, yeah. yeah in the dark <laughs> these when, two when cars like, are parked <laughs> quick run between them <laughs> right. out into the street <laughs> it's the best cover it is it is the best cover Uh, oh man but I I I just that I remember that phenomenon so specifically from my childhood is just how many people were just like hanging out of their car like as their kid was walking slowly (laughs) like next to them and then they would like shout out and like yell and talk to my parents and like this and it it just like yeah I just don't understand that's good we didn't have that we would have sort of like uh, at a certain point it, we moved far enough out of the Twin Cities, you know, cause you just have the, the, the suburbs of the Twin Cities are mm-hmm. sort of Chicago-ish. Like there's just, there's layers like an onion, sure. you know, yeah. you just keep going out and out and out. They're all kind of the same, but they just replicate themselves. Right. Right. And, uh, and uh, I mean, I guess suburbs are that way everywhere, but uh, you know, you get spread out enough. You know, you have a friend in one area, like one kind of subdivision, and, and but you want to trick or treat with them, so you'd end up, you know, in like your minivan. Yeah, and you'd all pile in, and it was like the one time you were allowed to not wear a seatbelt. Right. And uh, your your <laughs> parents would be like, yeah, because Halloween <laughs> you don't need seatbelts. No one's gonna need to make a sudden stop <laughs> right. when you're riding in a car and there are children running. Everywhere. Right. <laughs> So, you know, you you would have this sort of mob moment where like they'd be like, All right, this is a good street. We're gonna drop you off at this end, we're gonna go drive down three blocks and we'll just park there at so and so's house. You yeah. guys make your way down and so they just like let you out, and like ten kids would pile out of a minivan, yeah. so, you know, <laughs> into some stranger's driveway yeah. and run up to their door. Like give me candy, candy, candy. It's like a, it's basically like the movie Heat. <laughs> Instead of a bank robbery, it's just like, give me all the candy. Now. No, no, put it in the bag. Put it in the bag. What is this Tootsie Rolls? No, I don't want Tootsie Rolls. What are these apples? Get out of here. <laughs> Do these have razor blades? <laughs> Do have I'm razor blades? a cop. You have to tell me. It's an apple, but it's like a dye apple to where it explodes in the bag later <laughs> on. <laughs> uh, that was always the fear. It was razor Just blade always and Always razor apples. blades. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've, there's been some some good ads over the years. Um, ads. I don't know why I call them <laughs> a Facebook post, an ad. I mean, I guess that is basically, it's an ad for everyday living. I think you nailed it. <laughs> <So>. Yeah. <laughs> People posting things, like, uh, they'll have, like, a, a picture of, like, their gun and then, like, a broken, like, Snickers, like, laying over top of it. they're like, look at what I found in my Snickers bar. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very base comedy, but I, I, appreciate, yeah, I appreciate I appreciate the be, effort yeah. of that. But, yeah, I, I would be curious what the statistics are on, not, not even, like, razor blades and candy, but just tampered with candy. Like... Yeah. I mean, we, we, I feel like growing up, that was like the prime fear of Halloween. Oh, it was and the number so, one yeah. fear. Yeah. Yeah. And the only time I ever ate tampered with candy yeah. was at a friend's house when they were just messing with me. <laughs> right. I never even, I, I never even heard of somebody else. Like my parents never even yeah. heard. And your parents always have heard of so-and-so oh, whose sure. kid, you know, exploded when they ate a that instead of you know crunchy insides is made of c4 yeah that they got a crazy old man Johnson who's a prepper and he (laughs) got he got his snickers like messed up with his c4 packets (laughs) you don't want to break off a piece of that kid that's right (laughs) yeah I, i but here's the other thing that's kind of funny about it is like i remember my parents like Going through and like checking my candy, like oh, not wow. like in detail, but they would just kind of look over it real quick. Yeah, and just, like they just throw it through the X ray machine. Right, but I, I like. There's a part of me that's like, man, that was kind of crazy. But then like now, I'm kind of like, ah, I'll probably give it a once over, <laughs> like yeah. just to make sure nobody's being weird. And so, <laughs> yeah. Well, so what are you? Do you have plans with Lily or? So we're gonna take her trick or treating, and we are going. At she's gonna go as Matilda. Excellent. Lindsay's gonna go as Miss Honey, and then I'm gonna go as Trunchbull, and so it's gonna be fantastic. I that can't sounds wait. great. Yeah. We are hoping this begins a long tradition of family mm. um, costumes, yeah. and my goal is also to try and get like truly scary costumes like, oh. into the mix. Oh, okay. to where like we're you not know, we're not going as like Bluey every like <laughs> Halloween or something like that. But we're going as like Pennywise and like stuff like that. <laughs> okay. So yeah, so we're tapping more into sort of the grim side of mm-hmm. Logan. Yeah, uh, you're very <clears throat> in tune with the macabre. I mean, we're nine minutes in, but I mean, I, I should just mention that I love I love Halloween. Like I love scary movies. I love I love just like this whole atmosphere at this time of year. Like mm-hmm. for whatever reason, it's like cooling off, which I love. And then you get the spooky season, and you get like there's a lot of history wrapped up in that. It's just like it's prime, like mm. it's like a Logan stew that I can just like sip on in this cold weather. <laughs> so you just got a cup of soup that's He's right, but <laughs> yeah. then the microwave of evil and <laughs> heat it up a little bit. That'd probably be a good horror film, microwave <laughs> of evil. <laughs> <laughs> things in there and it just comes alive and tries to murder you, like a tomato that tries to murder you. Yeah, and so, I like that. Yeah. Baked potato <laughs> that tries to... A lot of food-based things are going to try to murder piece. people. But you could also have somebody, like, their neck is sore, they put in one of those little, you know, like neck oh, yeah. pillows, they put that in, it's it, it just in. pops yeah. their head right off. <laughs> yeah, that's a solid B-level horror right there. Yeah. So, yeah. Speaking of my love for this season there if there's a show out there that is still going it is like on it's like 28th season or something like this and it's the best one of the best halloween shows that you're probably not watching i guarantee i'm not watching it (laughs) so this show is called ghost adventures and it seems harmless it feels har- the title sounds like a children's yes, television it fits, show. it sounds like a romp it is anything but a romp so <laughs> okay. it is it is it's your typical like ghost hunter thing like where they all have cameras they're going into okay. a scary place it's late at night and they're trying to like like get things going, stirring, up some, and stirring up some trouble, and getting rambunctious. This show is the definition of stirring up trouble because okay. they're the main protagonist antagonist—I don't know—it's still up okay. for a debate. Yeah. The the main guy in this, this guy named Zach Baggins, he just a name like that is stirring up trouble. right, yeah, of of Bilbo ancestry. <laughs> <Yes>. So <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure he's been disowned at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kicked out of the Shire. Many many. Many a year ago. But so, <clears throat> so so let me let me back up for a second before I like Please I, do. I do this. So for most ghost hunter shows, have you ever watched a ghost hunter show? No. Okay. No. I th- <clears throat> let me let me be clear. Joe, hit me. I am terrified of mm-hmm. scary things. Okay. Yeah. Or I and it's not that I'm actively it's not like, ooh, like I'm scared. It's just that like I don't want that right. inside of me. Sure, and so for me to allow uh, Logan Stew <laughs> into my home—that's uh, just that is not going to yeah. happen. Well, I, you're going to want to check out this show because okay. it's outrageous. <laughs> okay, and what's what's so good about it, so on a typical like ghost hunting show you have a group of people with cameras they go in mm-hmm. and they maybe have some sound recording devices yeah. um it, just this and they set things up and they kind of spend the night there and they might ask a few questions and then they're just kind of listening in to see like what's going on and it's yeah. very very bland very mundane it's it's just it's an observation is what it is you're telling me this is haunted i'm going to set up some cameras let's see what happens that's that's essentially what those shows are so, not Ghost Adventures. Ghost Adventures has all of those elements. Yeah. But Mr. Baggins intentionally antagonizes the ghosts.
1: Oh, okay. Like, his
0: stated goal is, like, I'm a strong. stir like, this is his, like, kind of, like, attitude. He's like, no, I'm going in there to stir them up. Like, I want to fight. I want a ghost to fight me. I want him to come after me. Like I want a child. Like I mean, it's just I want a ghost to fight me, dude. dude, Uh, I don't know if he's actually said that, but he probably has actually said that. Like that—that's his whole persona. Is I think he has a T-shirt that says "I want a ghost (laughs) to fight me." Where's what's so good about it? Is he wears only like affliction like T-shirts and (laughs) merchandise? Of course he does. So it's like it's like everything you want. Like he has to have like a barbed wire tattoo around his. He's got tattoo. I'm not sure what they are, but yeah, he's he's definitely got he's definitely got that going on. Mm-hmm. And so, so this whole show is a dude and two other guys, two two of his other buddies that are helping him record. And they're not about that. They're not about that antagonizing life. He is. He's looking. Yeah. He's like challenging ghosts to possess him. He's challenging he's ghosts ch- so like just like <laughs> just like absolutely <sighs> insane. <clears throat> Some other elements of ghost hunting shows that you need to know about. There's a really wonderful phenomenon that anybody that has watched these shows knows about, and it's orbs. So, oh, apparently, you can see ghost energy in these little, like, spectral orbs that, like, okay. will be caught on camera. And there's a great deal of time taken in this show to explain the difference between an orb and dust. Because <laughs> I don't know if you've ever recorded anything in the dark, but you always get a ton of dust particles that are, like, flying around. And to be honest with you, it's really hard to tell the difference between <laughs> this. a spectral orb and a speck of dust. But they, they build on that because then they'll mm-hmm. have like moments in the show where they're just like, oh, I felt something. And then they'll go back to the tape and they'll be like, right here, you see an orb all of a sudden mysteriously move from the right side of the screen and into my back. Exactly where I experienced the pressure from the ghost. Like it's just like it's so like bizarre. And like this is where you see a, a spectral orb <laughs> grace my cheek, yeah. and it's when I felt a kiss on my lips. <laughs> a very a very sexy experience. The I want to see. I want to see a, him go like. On a series of like sexy ghost yes. hunts, where I mean, he's, he would do it, he he's would only challenging like <laughs> th- challenging ghosts of like people that he is attracted to. Come like, on, be sexy, be sexy <laughs> to me. I dare you to dance on this table. <laughs> Oh my gosh! This is just like shots of him like dancing on a table in the dark, like "Come dance with me! He, I he dare do you!" Gosh, he would do it. And like I setting would... up candlelit dinners <laughs> and be like, "I dare you to! I dare you to eat this croissant!" Gosh, I love that so much. That, that I mean, was my would... version of a fancy dinner. Eat yeah. this croissant. <laughs> It's just, it's just candles and a croissant just on the table. Yes. Because what we know, oh, this is this is another good point on these shows, is there's a lot of, like, stated as fact things that mm. cannot can 100% not be fact. But, like, <laughs> this would be a good example. is to be like, ghosts are known to be attracted to croissants. And it's just like, wait, what? We're- Never pound chocolate. <laughs> I, could, I guess what I was really channeling was, like, if I'm like if I inhabit the body of a human being mm-hmm. that only wears affliction shirts, right. like, what is the fanciest <laughs> thing that I can think of? And I think like a croissant is pretty much it. That I that or a hot dog, I think, would be the two. <laughs> like a Chicago style. A Chicago dog. style hot dog. So another <laughs> another part about this show that I love so much is they have a series of what they like to refer to as high tech spirit detectors. Oh. And it's technology that they have strapped... I mean, literally strapped to their body. There's, like, a guy with, like, a bandolero of, like, recording equipment and stuff that they, like, go around uh, and, like, place in different rooms and this, and the other. But um, the, one of the most basic ones is just the sound recorder. Mm. And I love it whenever they do that part of it because they'll get, like, it'll be just static, and then there'll be, like, a little blurb of something, and then they always have to tell you what is being said in the blurb. So it's, like, it's almost self-fulfilling in that way. <laughs> so they'll be is. like, did somebody die here? And then, like, they'll get, like, just then on our video recorder, we heard a spectral voice say, dead. <laughs> you know, and it meant, <laughs> like, but what it really sounds like is just, like, cool. <laughs> <It's like, laughs> Jeremy, did you shuffle your feet? No, I didn't. No, I, didn't. I really it didn't. It couldn't possibly yeah. be moving me, me moving around in the <laughs> no. pitch dark in here. <laughs> they just don't know that their audio guy is like the night before every ghost hunt. He's like slamming like Skyline chili dogs. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't put it past him, to be yep. honest. And, oh. and he's just his guts are just like. <laughs> did you, you hear guys, that? Did you guys hear that? Oh They're calling gosh. Satan. My favorite piece of equipment that they have, and they—they, they, this is a quote from them. This is their most scientific mm. piece of equipment. Is they have these like almost like before Google Glass, but like a Google yeah. Glass like eye set, mm-hmm. and then like a little radar gun that they like point out. And yeah. I think somehow, you can get those at Toys R Us. <laughs> and somehow this thing. Takes energy. This is this is their explanation. Mm. It takes energy from the room, and the ghost can channel that energy into communication through the the glasses. And so words appear within the glasses. Oh, words appear. Words, on words the appear. That, so oh, it's, wow. it's, yeah, so it's it's a ghost like it's a ghost like communication tool is what it is. <laughs> okay, and so, and so like yeah. they'll be like going around a room and they'll like point the thing at like the camera and a word will pop up and be like camera and you know and it's like and it's not the ghost voice but it's like the the automated voice that's in the the device yeah but it's it's so good so i guess what we would so that's really interesting so they pointed at the camera and it says camera so like the camera is like giving off like strong camera energy like so strong that it will project the word camera Oh, <laughs> to, to the glasses. I think, yeah, I think we just touched on what the device does. Is it just like, clearly is just like looking at something and it's just like, oh, I, I can identify this because I'm a piece of technology from the 21st century. So. Yeah. So, so, like, they're pointing it around the room and they're like, they're like, uh, uh, potential QAnon. Like yeah, right. they're like they're like, Jeremy, why does it say that? <laughs> Jeremy's like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, look at look at that. Uh, over yeah, there. I don't know. Quick, it must be malfunctioning. Here, let me reset it. <laughs> <laughs> look at that candelabra over there. Yeah, right. January sixth. Oh dang. Hold, on, oh, hold on, on. Hold on. Oh shoot. <laughs> what setting do I have this thing on? Jeremy, you're putting off some weird energy, bro. <laughs> Well, that's another funny thing about all of these shows is all of the hauntings are old hauntings. Like and and granted, like some of the buildings they go to are like mm. very old, so nobody's like lived there and sometimes, so yep. I understand that aspect of it. But sometimes they go to places that were like inhabited for a very long time. But for some reason, like there's no modern because I can just I can mm. only assume that modern ghosts are boring. Like it's old tiny ghosts that yeah. really make us like kind of like freaked out because i I see someone in a victorian outfit and i'm like scared like immediately oh yeah no i mean the things that they wore in victorian i mean i'm just gonna say england because (laughs) uh, why not sure yeah uh you know we were just imitating yeah you know them at that point so much whale bone like so much whale (laughs) so many whale boners uh That's, sorry, those are the people that wear, that wear whalebone clothing. It's yeah, whaleboneers. Whale um And, you know... Gosh, get your mind out of there. I, I know, I'm sorry. You're worse than Jeremy. <laughs> Have you ever been to a haunted house? I've never been to a haunted house. Not Do, once. So this is another, like... This is another fun thing. Did you ever do like hell houses as a kid? That was a very like Christian thing. Like I never did them, but I've like heard about hell them. houses. So that just sounds like a haunted house. So these are these are Christian haunted houses. No, that show like what your what will happen to you if you die apart from Jesus. No way. Yes, and so there are different scenarios where they're set up where you like oh. die in a car accident and then like you go to hell and the, like stuff like that. What? But, I mean, this that is, sounds that sounds even more terrifying than a regular haunted house. I think it, I don't think it was effective in the way that they were anticipating. I think it was effective in being scary. Yeah. So, you know. Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> that is a different kind of psychological terror. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It w- which was the point. And and I mean, <laughs> clearly, I <think> yeah. <laughs> Oh man Because how, how else are you going to win people to uh, the church And to Jesus Than just psychologically torturing them Yeah so. I mean you make a good point <laughs> You know I mean You can be as kind and loving as you want yeah. But if you don't make somebody Terrified mortally mm-hmm. uh, For their soul In a way that you know really skews Their view of reality yeah. in, a, in a way that is you know Irreparably yeah. harmful right? Then, Then what are you really doing Yeah, for a long time, Christianity has really, really switched over from the carrot to the stick method. And that Mm. stick just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah, that's what she said. (laughs) So, I've been to a few haunted houses. Nothing that I would call, like, nothing like truly horrific. Like, there are some, like, around the country that, like, it, like you have to sign waivers like that's how like they're oh, like wow. chasing you and like stuff like that and like yikes yeah but most of the haunted houses like the rules too is they can't touch you but i think of some okay. of these like when you sign like a waiver like they could like push you a little bit or something like, like that can. and like they yeah could right. <laughs> like <'cause it's laughs> that's like not a, a haunted house that's a different that's a, like a dominatrix or something oh, like okay. that okay. so yeah you're right. you're getting these confused so, gotcha <laughs> I just want like somebody to like, run up and just like just just wail on him, and just punch him right in the gut, and be like, "You signed right, the you waiver." signed the waiver, and this guy's like, "Oh my gosh!" And everyone's like, "This is great. He's part of the <laughs> show. Is, yeah, he must be." And they're like, "No, that's my dad." <laughs> he's like puking and, and he's like, you signed the waiver too. And then they just like hit you in the face with like a <laughs> wiffle ball bat. That's the premise of multiple horror films is the whole... You just got teenagers out like doing their thing. They go to a yeah. haunted house and then it turns like violence. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, it really, it's the only realistic environment where you're going to encounter someone that looks that terrifying. Right. Otherwise, <laughs> you can pretty much suspend disbelief. It's yeah. like, yeah, nobody with a chainsaw is really going to get anywhere. No. You know, no. like, but you're in a haunted house, you think it's fake, boom, they chop you in half. They chop you in half. Yeah, it yeah. makes a lot of sense. That's the way it goes. Um. So I was trying to think of my own haunted house. Like, okay. what would I do? And, and, and the ones we're describing have been done over and over and over again. So mm-hmm. I was trying yeah. to come up with a haunted house that's a little bit more reality-based, which might be more terrifying than ghosts and chainsaws like chasing me like in this so i looked up on psychcentral.com and intrepidmentalhealth.com for some of the things that scare people the most and things that give people the most anxiety so this isn't a comprehensive list this is just something i've selected out of here and so like let me paint like a world of a haunted house that's based on everyday anxieties, but like, how do we like let people just soak in that? Okay, <laughs> for yeah, a second. yeah. I'm just gonna close my eyes and take. Yeah, this so we're gonna one. we're gonna take the first one, and we're mm-hmm. gonna start off slow. Um, first one is lack of sleep. So this is one of the primary mm-hmm. anxieties, uh, and what you're gonna do is you're gonna walk into this room, mm-hmm. uh, and you're just gonna be handed a card that says, "When you have kids, you have committed to not sleeping, <laughs> for not sleeping in." For a minimum of 10 years. Mm. Did you think about that? (laughs) Okay. I I like that because, like, you're going into a haunted house. You get that, and you're just kind of like, what? Yeah. Like, what "What is this? But if you are a parent, what, like, if you're not a parent, (laughs) if you're young, you're just kind of like, what is this? Yeah. And it's confusing. And I like the confusing part of it. It's sort of like CrossFit for your, for like, your. (laughs) You're, like, scary Gotta keep the mind, guess. You know, like, you're, like, oh, like, this is scary, confusing and scary. But for those of us who have kids, like, it is, like, this, it does set a base level of existential dread. It takes you out of the arena of the absurd where you're, like, oh, like, a clown's gonna jump out. And you're just, like, I'm sad now. Yeah. For me, I'm a year and a half in. And when something like that hits me, I'm just, like, Wow. I'm gonna be very tired for yeah, for <laughs> eight a and a half more years. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah, go on. We this is a good baseline. This is a good yeah. So that's that's just the primer. So, all right. So the next one is decision making slash conflict. Okay. So I, I feel like they both sit in some, kind of the same category because most people yeah. are afraid of afraid of decision making, mm-hmm. and and it's because they think they're gonna conflict with. Somebody else's opinion or, or something like that. I think they kind of like go hand in hand. That's like yeah. my thinking in this. So this is another one. So you enter another room and there's a multitude of people, yeah. and you have to order from a menu that you've never seen before in under one minute. And whatever <laughs> whatever choice you make, the people in the room are going to criticize you. Like that's Ooh. just going to happen. So I like that. There's no right answer. It's just. Is what it is, and mm. so yeah, you always get the order wrong. I like that, or or maybe like you think everybody's waiting to order, mm-hmm. and then like you get your order, yeah, and then you slowly watch everybody else get the other thing, <laughs> right? Like they yeah. and you realize they've just been waiting for their order to be up. Yeah, yeah, and that and then like everyone that gets the other order just sort of yeah. silently judges you. Yeah. And That's then, like a, maybe, like one person is like, oh, yeah. like just kind of like this little <laughs> chuckle, and it really undermines your confidence. Makes you, and you're yeah. like, oh no, I did, I really, I, I, I did the wrong thing. This, this is one, and all of these, we can blow these out into other scenarios. Yeah. But like, I also like the idea as you were saying that of. You going and ordering something, but you got the last of that thing, so everyone behind you hasn't ordered. But they're Uh, like they wanted that thing because that's like the special of this. And then and then now you're in an argument with people because they promised little Johnny here that I was going to get them that that great delicious burger and you ordered the last burger. And And you just silently wait by the side while like (laughs) this like super angry, like Karen just argues (laughs) with the guy, the poor kid at the register. And like when you try to step in and say, and say like, Oh, you can have mine. He's like, sir, please just please step back. And then immediately like your orders up and you get it. (laughs) And as soon as you touch it, like the mom just like, Loses it on right, you. <laughs> and there's nothing you can do. There's yeah, nothing. Like, yeah, like there's nothing lot. you can do in any of these. These are just existential dread, like period. And yeah. So yeah, yeah, this is good. And then you're quickly ushered into the next room. Yeah, next room is gonna be social gatherings. Ooh. So this one, this one has like two sides to it because mm. I mean, this, this has to play to both both uh, types of personalities. But so let's say that you're a person that doesn't like groups of people. Mm. in this room everyone will look at you and try to talk to you the whole time that you're in there and it's and, and, and not like with like piercing questions like just very planned like small talk questions Unlike but like they're that. coming at you like thick mm-hmm. and fast the whole time and so yeah. yeah yeah and they're either all trying to hand you a new drink even though you already have like one in each hand or they're not letting you get a drink. Not letting you get a drink. And they're trying to like, they're like, hey, st- stick around for a while. Like, hey, let me let you like, let me introduce you to so-and-so and this, that, and the other. And the yeah. other, like, it's just like. And they're all like telling you stories that you hate <laughs> listening to, like about how like their cat's anus won't stop bleeding or something like that. <laughs> that's the, that's the horror movie, like part like a, of yeah. this. So, like yeah. how many yeah. like cat anus balms they've tried, but it just like won't stop. And the worst part is that, like, oh the gosh. other cats won't leave that cat's bleeding anus alone. <laughs> like, they're all curious because, like, where did all this blood come from? Where did all this come from? And, like, why does this balm smell oh. like marijuana? Like, that's weird. <laughs> but, like, the cats love it. They, they just love want it. it. They but, love it. <laughs> man, yes. Yeah. Oh, man. If, so if you like groups of people, everyone will actually, actively try to avoid you. While mentioning how annoying you are to the other people in the room, so Ooh, yeah. it's it's definitely and, and not like annoying like and that. like you're like bombastic or something like that. It's just like little tiny things that annoy you, like annoy them about you. Like it's like, look, I love I love Ben, but like sometimes when he does that thing with his teeth, like oh my gosh, I just can't. And oh then when gosh. they see you out of the corner of their eye, they just like move They're away. Like, oh hey. <laughs> And they're like, oh, hey, we gotta, we got to go do something. I so have to go to the bathroom. I need to go put a ball on a cat's anus. <laughs> so, <laughs> All right, next one is finances. So you go into this room, and you put headphones on. Uh, and And you enter some basic facts about your life. And then through the headphones, it starts listing the expenses you are or will encounter over the next year while throwing in some catastrophic costs just for good measure. So it's just listing the money you're gonna spend in the coming year based on your mm. lifestyle and just who you are as as a human being. So. Yeah. Does that one, one hit a little harder than? Yeah. Young? I don't think I can be happy anymore. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a. <clears throat> I stayed away from some of the fears and anxieties that were a little bit darker, but like finances felt like the one that was like a little close i don't know we've got a few more that to go here so they keep ramping up as we like go along yeah so. Ooh. or maybe there's like a like a near field device that like you walk into that room and like you just immediately get like a notification on your phone that mm-hmm. like uh they think there may be some fraud detected on your debit card <laughs> right yeah and that you've overdrawn yeah that's a yeah that's, <laughs> that's so good Oh my gosh, it, it it is very anxiety producing to, yeah. to get those texts or calls. So, Ooh. um, all right. So, a little bit related to this, the next one is being fired or laid off. So, what we do is we hire someone to follow you around for a few weeks. <laughs> it's, it's a very elaborate. Yeah, this like, is good. or yeah. because this is going to be something you have to sign up for in advance. Yeah, and you'll have to give your you know your age. Your weight, your date of birth, your social security number, your place of work, all those things. yeah. Right. And so then that person then gets your boss to come into this room. So when you walk in, you're you're just seeing seeing this boss boss, all of a sudden. Um, And then they fire you and then proceed to list all of the reasons that this is devastating for your life. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Yeah, because we have the data from the previous room. And so we're just, we're just compounding that in into wow. this, this next yeah. room. So it's, yeah. Or like if you're self-employed, <laughs> they just like, they play it like a deep fake video yeah. of you uh-huh. just saying like, hey, this is you from the future. Right. And <laughs> we've lost everything. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, the company went belly up and there's nothing we can do. Yeah. Really, I wish yeah. I could tell you something to do from here on out. Yeah. But you can't. Also, everyone in the company blames you. And so <laughs> it's uh, like, I'm not even in charge of anything. Your wife has left. Yeah. Um well, it's funny you should mention that because the next room is divorce. Oh, <laughs> so, no. So you walk into a marriage counseling environment where someone tries to convince you of how untrustworthy and, quote, not right for you your spouse is. Ooh. The counselor can have a chainsaw if they want to. If we want to change this up just a little bit, they can. They can have a yeah. chainsaw, but yeah, it's just, it's just somebody sitting there trying to convince you that you can't trust your spouse in any way whatsoever. Wow. whatsoever. So yeah, I now I think that one's dangerous because mm. uh, you, you know we all know statistically that. Uh, about 50% of marriages fail. Mm, So mm -hmm. I think you're going to have about 50% of people walk into that room and be like, yeah, you're right. Look, well, in our haunted house, we want to get that number above 50 because we've got quotas to hit. (laughs) Because the next room is a divorce lawyer. (laughs) Actually, to to turn it, it's going to sound a little positive, but we're going to turn it like another way. So the next room is actually marriage.
1: Oh, okay. So that's an
0: anxiety-producing thing. Uh, you might think that we would show all the difficult parts of marriage. That's not really what we're going for here. Hmm. That's not the part of that. No, no, no. What we're going to show is a video of just an average, boring marriage, primarily involving constant and undiscussed miscommunication. Oh, man. <laughs> so, 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 so everyone knows that a, a good comedy is made up of primarily. Miscommunication, and everyone's like, "Oh, if these two could just sit down and hammer oh, it out, man. all this would be, oh man!" And then hijinks ensue. This one is just miscommunication that will never be resolved. <laughs> and then the final cut of that scene is just like a woman standing by a man's grave, yeah. like with gray hair, <laughs> right. just like shrugging her shoulders. Yeah. We gave it a go. <laughs> oh man. Uh, The last one, and I think this is fitting for the very last room, is retirement. Uh, Where we just really hammer home the fact that uh, uh, your usefulness to society has uh, come and gone. And what could be scarier than that? (laughs) In this room, they just present you with like a bunch of hobbies. Yeah. and 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 they're like, oh, and you just have somebody who's like, oh,. You just, so you just woodwork now? Yeah. That's great. That's great for you. I'm glad, yeah. Actually, it's a room where nobody, there's nothing going on in there. Like, nobody's saying, like, anything to you. It's just a guy with not not even, like, a boat or anything, but it's just a, a two-by-four or something. And just, like, a wood planer. Just going over it just and over it. it and over it again. And that's it. That's He's not building anything. He's, he's just sliding smi- wood. He just smiles at you. He's like, "Do you, do you want to try it? Do, you, yeah. do it again." Takes a little bit to get the technique down, but once you do, it's really relaxing. It's really great. Yeah, if you don't want to do this, there's a puzzle over there. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a twenty piece puzzle. It's real easy. And then there's like one door that you kinda see out of the corner of your eye that says grandkids. But then when you open it Oh boy it's when you open it, it's just an empty room. Special thanks to Sunmates for our theme music. Also, a special thanks to Nick Woods for our logo art. If you'd like to reach out to us with some of your favorite day-to-day experiences, just email us at wetooktheliberty at gmail.com. If we deem it worthy of discussion, you might hear us talk about it on the pod. Thanks, everyone.